obsessed with all things ovine, there is seriously something about sheep and always something new to learn about keeping, breeding and farming them. Welcome to the Sheep Show podcast. I'm Jill Noble from Holston Valley Farm and Sheep Stud and your host. The Sheep Show podcast exists to help you no matter where you are in the world, what sheep you breed, what size your flock is. This podcast will help your sheep knowledge and your shepherding confidence grow. And it's a two-way street. I love to hear from you and find out how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Halston Valley Farm or via email jill at halstonvalleyfarm.com.au. Come along on this episode as we explore the amazing world of sheep and sheep farming together. Hello, little sheeples. That's sheep peoples. How are you? Uh, Five-ish best natural therapy slash treatments for our sheep. What do you think? Uh, So in this little episode, we're going to have a bit of a look at definitely four. And then fifth one is a little bit open. Uh, It'll all make sense soon. But natural therapies, the ones that I use, the ones that I have heard the most success from you and all my lovely sheep friends. So what are they and what and how can you use them to help our sheep from time to time? Coming in, tip number one, no surprise. It's got to be injectable vitamin C. We know that a vitamin C, aka ascorbic acid, is like amazing. Uh, we know that in a lot of animals, it's really good for snake bites and infection. Uh, we know that it can really help to boost our animals' immunity. There's not not anything that vitamin C can't actually do. It is so amazing. And the other thing is it's relatively cheap. It's easy to administer. You do need it like to eject them, but anyway, easy to administer. It does sting them a little bit, so they don't like it all that much. And the worst thing it can do is it can give them the runs. Now, vitamin C is a water-soluble vitamin, so the, the chances of your animal getting sick from it, there's more chance of them getting sick from the actual injection site than from you giving them too much vitamin C or perhaps administering vitamin C when you really didn't need to. Yeah. So if you haven't got some at the ready, I highly recommend you get it. And, you know, the list goes on and on in terms of what and how it can be used. I have even Hello, Jane. I've even heard from Jane recently who tried it with a lamb that we think had tetanus and uh, the lamb miraculously uh, cured uh, as a result. There was vitamin C and a few other things. Uh, But yeah, amazing. Definitely for your use, any sort of infection. Um, I would even, I even give it as a first treatment before perhaps antibiotics. Um, Mastitis, hasn't dropped her milk. Uh, the retained placenta, you name it, 
you can't lose with giving vitamin C. Now, okay, I did put in a disclaimer. Well, I should really put in a disclaimer here. These are natural therapies, okay? So obviously none of these will replace what vets can do. None of these will replace what chemical therapies or antibiotics can do and, and so on. So all those sorts of things, I'm not suggesting that we don't use them. In, in my opinion, and this is purely my opinion, these have a place, these natural therapies have a place alongside the more traditional, uh, perhaps, um, yeah, sort of um, prescribed therapies that our vets can uh, can prescribe. So just, I suppose, bear that in mind in terms of where I'm going with this particular element. <clears throat> so there you go. Ah, coming in at number two, <laughs> again, an amazing miraculous cure is Berg oil. Berg oil, that's B-E-R-G, Berg oil. Berg oil, when you read the label, says that it is good for cattle and um, horses in particular and useful for um, colic. It also says sheep too. Uh, Berg oil, the way it's sort of structured and what it actually does, it's a very interesting product. Um, it's administered and sold in Australia anyway by the company International Animal Health Products. Um, it's a very plain looking packaging and it contains some active constituents, which is Stockholm tar, turpentine oil, and methylated spirits. I'm sure we could make it ourselves, but it's a little bit stinky um, and dreadful, impossible to get out of clothes, so don't even try. <laughs> so it's, it calls itself or describes itself as a traditional remedy reported, traditional remedy, natural remedy reported, to control excessive fermentation and decrease gastrointestinal discomfort in horses, cattle, and sheep. And obviously it combines the wood tar, gum, turpentine, and methylated spirits, which have been reused to decrease gas production associated with fermentation. Doesn't uh, damage their mouth or burn their digestive tract or anything like that. It can really calm them down. So it's a really kind of strange um, calming impact. Uh, any sort of muscle spasm, colic pain, um, I, even I find it when there's any sort of digestive upset. So for example, um, slight acidosis, those sorts of things. It is amazing. I'll just give you a couple of examples recently where I've used it <clears throat> as the case is, and I'm sure you, some of you might've found it too. You take sheep along to a show and they're, you know, they're ready and they're prepared. But then for me anyway, my sheep, go from whatever they've been eating, you know, supplementary feeding to, to and pasture to nothing but the supplementary feed. So like it's all they get. They're not on pasture, they're indoors in a pen and they get sick. Not all of them, but they get sick. Quite a few of them. Some of them gorge, some of them it might be my issue. You know, I've overfed them and, and the like and, uh, and they get sick. And I administered this to, I think, three or four animals at a recent show, one of them being like a four-week-old lamb, which I really didn't think you could give it to lambs, but gee, did it fix him up. So rather than him going around, and he was obviously just starting to eat grain, but 
a little bit too much. Uh, and um, rather than him going around with a dirty bum and perhaps feeling, you know, off his food and not himself, uh, gave him some of this, uh, not as much as you'd give an adult, but maybe I think I gave him about four or five meal and fixed him right up. And even the older ones, um, in fact, when I gave this to, I've got a ram that I tend to bring to shows over the last year or two. And like, he's good, but he doesn't like he, he doesn't like being touched a lot, particularly on his back end. And of course, at a show, they do have to be touched by the judge. And I really was wondering why he'd been sick and I had given him a walk around to kind of get his digestion going, but um, gave him some of this uh, Berg oil and he was really calm and he was actually quite fine, you know, being touched. And I thought, wow, what's going on? Calmative effect. There you go. So Berg oil uh, fixed him up, fixed his guts up and... Um, calmed him right down, made him a little bit more docile. Now, it's not that he's aggressive or angry or anything like that. He just doesn't like being touched and he sort of jumps around. And it really changed his um, his mood. So there you go, Burgoyle. Uh, listen, uh, again, I have had nothing but success with uh, with Burgoyle. The only downside is that it really smells. You get it on your skin or your fingers and it really smells. It's very strong and it really stains. Um, and it even stains like the sheep's mouth and stuff like that for for a while. So it's not easy to administer, but it's so, so worth it. So B-E-R-G oil from uh, International Animal Health Products. I don't know if you can find it overseas, but check it out. Um, and even if you, yeah, I'm sure there's something similar uh, overseas in, in the U.S. To, to have a look for. So that's number two. Number three. Another um, product that uh, I sort of picked up and I thought, oh, I'm sure this will come in handy one time. And, um, you know, I thought to myself, oh, yeah, uh, it looks good. It looks like it would be interesting to try out. And so let's just have it in the in the sort of kick bag. And that is a product called Skies, S-Y-K-E-S, Skies Drench. Now, Sky's Drench uh, is a, they describe it as a purgative-based drench. Uh, it has active constituents of magnesium sulfate, ammonium sulfate, aloes, I quite know what that is, aloe vera maybe, dicalphosphate, dicalcium phosphate, ferric oxide, which I think is like iron, cobalt sulfate, and uh, copper sulfate as well. And again, Cattle, horses, sheep, goats, pigs. Um, what does it do? And then I'll tell you what I used it for, even though it had been in my little cupboard for a long time. Uh, it's for treatment of impactation. Need more research on what that is. Gloat. We all know what that is. Acute indigestion. Yes. Constipation. Occasionally. And retained, sorry. And retained after birth. Then colic. And of course, it's it's a mineral drench, so it's very very natural. <clears throat> I had, I think I talked to you about it, talked to you about it in the lamb lambing diaries recently. I had a retained placenta, not me personally. Sorry, a really funny mood at the moment. But one of my sheep had a retained placenta, and I gave her this. I don't know why it. I just remembered. I was like, oh, I think that drench stuff. 
uh, and you mix it with water. It's sort of like a powder. You mix it with water. Um, and the, the, here's just the recommended quantity, 550 ml of warm water um, with the whole packet. Now, obviously, bear that in mind in terms of how much you're going to give. And for example, for a sheep, it says half a packet. Now, I don't think I gave my poor sheep half a packet of the stuff, but anyway, if it's um, acute indigestion or bloat or impactation, which I think is actually just bloat, um, one packet. Uh, you can use it obviously for cattle as well, and particularly for colic in horses. And if you have pigs, constipation in pigs as well. So listen, I I I've never had a sheep with a retained placenta before. Um, I knew pretty quickly what was wrong. I did call the vet as well, and the vet was very good, very helpful, and um, said to me. Uh, I think I've told you about this. I'm sorry if I'm repeating my my lambing diaries, but the vet told me that uh, is it smelly? I said a little bit, and the vet said give it give the animal antibiotics. So I had some on hand, and then the vet said uh, just gently tug on it, twist it around like you're wringing out a, a a cloth, and wring it out, and then gently tug and uh, just keep doing that, and maybe on day four, five, or six it'll come out, and that's exactly what happened. At the same time, I gave them this Skies Drench, again, S-Y-K-E-S, Skies Drench, and um, the sheep seemed to perk up. Uh, she was still feeding her lamb. She, yeah, she she had retained, I'll talk to you about that in a minute, actually, but she had one lamb, um, and she obviously purged her. So this giant manure came out of her, you know, so, you know, basically it really cleaned out her system, like fully cleaned out her system. I hadn't seen a, a, a manure, sheep manure, it looked like a cow pat came out of her. Um, why she had retained placenta, if you're interested, retained placenta can happen when there is difficulty birthing. And she had had twins. I think one of them was stuck or something and it died and she then had the retained placenta. So that's what happened. Sky's drenched. See, she had antibiotics, but the purging effect, I think, helps to sort of release anything from the system. So there you go, skies drench. I don't know why I just happened to pick it up one day and thought, oh, this is interesting. And it's really cheap too. It's um, it's a it's yeah, it's a really cheap product. And um, yeah, what why not? Um, and no withholding period. Uh, it doesn't last forever. It's just minerals. So you can't go wrong. Number four, number four, it is a fecal transplant. Yes, you heard it correct. Fecal transplant. Take some manure from a healthy sheep, put it into a milkshake, and then put it down the sick sheep uh, throat. Or if you want to, Give your animals a bit of a boost. Let's say you have a couple of um, lambs that aren't doing very well. Maybe they're the sort of the bottom of the, the the pile. This is a great way to sort of give them a bit of a boost, or even older ewes if you want to um, quickly get them back up and running. Um, again, any acidosis, anything like that, uh, fecal transplant. They use it in humans, so. 
Yeah, there you go. So um, and very easy, very quick, just need healthy manure. And it really works very, very fast. So, I mean, a lot of these things, the burg oil and the sky's drench would probably do something similar, but fecal transplant, it just, it's so fast. It's incredibly fast acting on, um, on the animal. Okay. Number five, number five, I thought I would just throw in a whole lot of other natural remedies for you to pick and choose from. Okay. Uh, now, um, some of these are sort of old wives, wives slash husbands tales. Um, and some of these are just things that I think are worth trying. Uh, and some of these are probably quite controversial as well, but anyway, um, in my uh, list of number five, random natural treatments to try, uh, thanks so much, dad, Ivy. So Ivy, um, giving and any sheep with a gastrointestinal upset, um, scours in particular, uh, again, if you have Ivy on hand, which is technically supposed to be poisonous to sheep, um, but I don't know, lots of things tend to be poisonous to sheep or poisonous to animals. And I've seen them eat like avocado leaves and rhubarb leaves. And I've never, I've personally never seen any, an animal die from eating those, but Hey, you know, I haven't seen it all for sure, but Ivy uh, sheep tend to like it when they're sick, they will eat it and they'll only eat a little bit. And it really helps, particularly if they've got scours. So there you go. Ivy, uh, two more from my dad, um, diesel and petrol. I know random, um, but obviously somewhat controversial in terms of, is that really ethical, um, to use diesel and petrol? Uh, but we're think thinking here of things like um, ringworm in in animals and scabby mouth in animals uh, to use diesel and petrol. So any sort of anything where I guess you need something caustic or something, you know, pretty hardcore. Try diesel and petrol. I think I think my father prefers petrol actually than diesel as the option. But there you go. Uh, something again, Ivy and petrol, definitely courtesy of my dad. Um, I had a lovely neighbor come see me last night and uh, we had a chat about sheep, of course. But other things. I do talk about other topics too, I promise. Uh, but anyway, she had a little lamb with scabby mouth and she had done some research. She's quite natural in terms of her approach. And she had done some research on urine therapy. Yeah, you heard it correct. I know the fecal is like something serious, but this is urine therapy. Now, there's, there is a urotherapy or urine therapy. It's all about applying urine for medicinal purposes. And if, again, there is no scientific proof that I can find for this, but sometimes it's just We've got to try whatever. And, you know, hey, this doesn't cost very much. So uh, the concept would be, in this case with sheep, using some sheep urine for skin issues. Uh, this And this is how it works in humans too. It seems to be really effective for um, skin. And, and the belief here is that it's the urea 
in the urine, of which it's only quite a small amount, but the urea, which can really help the uh, the skin. Now, there are some of these things, uh, particularly this one, seems to have its origins in uh, early Egyptian, Chinese, Indian, Aztec, and Roman medicine to, oh, listen to this, heal battle wounds or whiten teeth. I'm not sure. I want to try urine to, urine to wipe, wipe, whiten teeth. But the concept here is uh, 2% urea and this cretinine, but 2% urea, which um, softens, moisturizes, and improves the skin's barrier function, urea. So that helps or did help uh, my neighbor with the scabby mouth that she had on her little lamb. Uh, believe it or not, it's not supposed to be very effective for jellyfish stings. <laughs> but there you go. Um, so there you go. Urine, urine treatment. Check it out. You know, do your own analysis, do your own research. These are just things that, again, number five here is just like a, a, a sort of a, of a catch-all. So that's our urine therapy. Um, the other two that I'll mention here, um, one I've had somewhat success of, honey. Uh, honey for particular lambs, for energy. Uh, uh, honey for wounds. On, on animals, so honey, again, can't hurt. Uh, and in that honey space, um, you, you do know I'm Irish. And for a lot of Irish people, there is a kind of solution to everything, which is alcohol. And this is actually involved in drinking alcohol. Uh, so administering brandy to warm an animal up. So um, rubbing brandy on a lamb's gums. And again, please don't question my ethics around these sorts of things. Uh, I'm just putting it out there uh, as some ideas. So I've used honey on gums. Sometimes it's really worked. Sometimes it hasn't. I think with lambs, sometimes they're, they're going to make it or not. But honey and brandy. And then the only other one that's worth mentioning that comes up quite a lot, but I've, I've used it, but I haven't seen any results, any miraculous results. Not like I've seen with, say, the burgoyle or with the fecal transplant, but that is bicarb soda. Now, I know that they put that in as a buffer in a lot of the grain, but I still see sometimes animals getting sick from too much grain and it happens. But bicarb soda, again, I we know it's an alkaline property, so it does buffer things, but maybe we need something else, or maybe it's it's not. I've tried to do a drench, a bicarb soda drench. Um, I had lambs with bloat, and I think had I known about the berg oil, I would have given them berg oil. Um, and had I known that you could give berg oil to lambs, like, you know, lambs that aren't necessarily eating grass or the rumen hasn't been developed, I would have definitely tried the berg oil um, rather than bicarb. Bicarb didn't work for me. Uh, those lambs, unfortunately, died, which was awful after those, you know, such life and then nothing. So awful situation, but if you've got a sick lamb and it's a it's something like that, bloat from milk, bloat from grain, burgoyle would be the way that I think would be definitely worth a shot. So there you have it. Um, vitamin C, 
Burgoyle, Skies Drench, Fecal Transplant, and then number five, Ivy Diesel Urine Honey Brandy Bicarb. Who knew? Who knew? I am sure that you have got your own little natural therapy tucked up that you can use, that you can break out in case of emergency. Go for it. Share if you can. I would love you to share with me and I'm happily, I'll happily share them, share them on, share the love. Or if you leave a review on any of the podcast apps, pop it in your review just to share it. We know we love a good sheep share. <laughs> and uh, hopefully today in this episode, I've shared with you some of my natural remedies that are successful for me. Good luck. Hopefully it'll help you save a sheep's life. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sheep Show podcast. Please take a moment to rate and review this podcast on your preferred podcast app. Each rating and review helps us reach listeners just like you and help them also grow in their shepherding confidence. And let me know how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Holston Valley Farm or via email jill at holstonvalleyfarm.com.au. And until next time, sheep well.